Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. So I want us to read First um, Samuel chapter 2. I'll read from verse 1 to 10. I'm reading from NIV. First Samuel chapter 2 from verse 1 to 10. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Do not keep talking so proudly, or let your mouth speak such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows, and by him deeds are weighed. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumble are armed with strength. Those who are full hire themselves out for food. But those who are hungry are hungry no more. She, was, she who was barren has born seven children. But she who had the many sons pines away or wastes away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. On them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful servants, but the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, as we break your word like we do every Sunday, our prayer is that your spirit overwhelms us with knowledge. May our minds not come forth, but the very word of God. May our hearts be prepared for what you have to say and may it be good ground for what you have in store for us. Not just to hear, but that everything we do may bring glory to you and especially in the space that you've allowed us to be. We bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we all shout, Amen. Amen. If you know the story of Anna, it's very, um, so it's a known story, just like we've been doing every, every week. It is a story of the boy Samuel and how he became to be. Samuel was the prophet, the, one of the first prophets or acknowledged prophets of the land of Israel. He comes to us, but before his story begins, we get a story of the mom in two powerful chapters in the first book of Samuel. It begins by telling us that he was the wife to Elkanah. But not just the wife, he is a co-wife. Mm. Wife number two, Ama number one, Odagan. Not a very nice thing to begin your story with, but we also learn that the husband is a godly man. A man who every year goes before the Lord. And then the tabernacle and he shares the goodness of God, giving sacrifices, exalting the name of God, however way they did it. And he, for some reason, always carried his whole family. And when they are there, it is important to note that scripture that the other wife, Penina. Do you have any Penina in the house? Thank you. Hallelujah. That's good. Because Penina was not a nice, nice lady. She was not a nice co-wife. Because every chance she would get, she would always be provoking the other wife, Anna. 
anamwambia eh I'm, I'm, I'm guessing chick mzee eh ni kama god gave you the wrong end of the stick your womb is closed because if you read verse 6 of chapter 1 the bible tells us clearly that it is god who closed the womb of hannah alifunga for some reason the co-wife decided sasa will be making fun of you i will provoke you i will tease you which is not a very nice thing but then one of the most beautiful things you see in the scripture about this the story of this lady is she always went to the house of god with this bitterness with this anger with these emotions alienda bado she took herself there alienda and we learn in the story that at this point especially when we are reading now first samuel and second uh, first samuel chapter 1 and chapter 2 this point she goes before the lord and says jehovah i am tired remember me because it is you i understand who gives the power um, to give life in babies you give the gift of babies niwewe so i beg you remember at this point um, eli the priest who was the priest of the tabernacle of god at this time sees her talking at the, the tabernacle there but because she was not Um, making sounds in um, in in vocal you could not hear her any assumes as the bible tells us that she's drunk she's like nah priest imagine i'm just crying before the lord i want a baby the story goes that eventually she gets the baby when she goes home the lord the bible says Uh, first Samuel chapter 2 to Kianza and the Lord remembered I think it's the end of chapter 1 and the Lord remembered Hannah and the baby came and it is an amazing point because now we get to hear what she now tells God about her situation how it is God who judges how how it is God who gives it is the one who knows the order of things and so she exalts the name of God but in this story there is a couple of things I want us to look at that are just but amazing. I want us to start at the point where I began sharing the story, which is that we must remember that in any home, God's order for a home is one man and one woman. That is God's order. I'm saying that simply because you see the difficulty that is there between the co-wives. One is blessed, and I say that kindly, to have children the other is not and so there is some sort of beef going on unaona very quickly that uh, this other one is trying to say when kama uko shida why she decides to do that i don't know because she is also in the house of god while she's making fun of this other lady can you imagine that they tunaangalia nanga kwa nyumba ya mungu look at this one amevaje amekujaje hapa najua pale likuwa last week she so provokes the other lady but she's provoking her in the house of god why i don't know how is that even possible the difficulty they're experiencing is because they've not followed god's order for marriage one of the most difficult things you'll experience especially as somebody who has parents is if you grew up in a home where um, daddy had number two or number three. i I've seen so many stories 
I've experienced, I have friends who've gone through that. And it is not easy. Very few cases have peaceful situations. God said in Genesis that I saw that this man was lonely and I decided that it is not good for a man to be alone. I will make a help meet, one. A help meet. I will make one help meet for him. Akusema he'll make two. Ama, ama, nimesema uongo. Alisema wawili. Maybe tuangalia Genesis 2.18. He said one. If you look at the history of um, the house of God, the history of the scriptures, if you look at Jacob's life, if you look at Abraham's life, every time they have tried to have a different order, there was always issues. Joseph had issues simply because of what you're talking about. He had brothers who never considered him part of the family. Why? Because the order of God likoi meharibika. That is number one. And if you're in that kind of situation, my prayer for us today is that we can remember that God's order has not changed. If that is where you're coming from, misawa. But for you going forward, do not get into that. That is not God's order. Number two, God and not the devil gives life. It is God who gives life. It is not the devil. It is not his associates. It is not his friends. It is God. When somebody cannot give birth, that is God who has not allowed it. It says so in scripture. It is God. God alisema, he closed. The Bible tells us verse number 6, and God closed Hannah's womb. I'm not refuting the issue of the spiritual forces that are in action. That happens. But the issues of life is God. So, that is to say, where is our focus when such things happen? When you've been waiting for so long for a breakthrough. Unaenda kwa mganga? Kuna mtu na smiley side. I'm not pointing fingers. How much do you go to the Lord? When you've waited so long for that job, that opening, that big break, do you go to the gurus or do you go to the Lord? The Bible tells us it must be that we go to him. Last week, <clears throat> Number three, despite the waiting orders allowed, we must still offer our sacrifices to him. We must. That's our, an observation. Despite the difficulty Hannah was facing of waiting for the child, we must still go before the Lord. And here's another word. Enjoy. Because his joy is our strength. Whatever it is you're waiting for, I beg you by the mercies of God, do not stop offering yourself and your sacrifices before him. By sacrifices, I mean your time. You're reading the word. The things that please the Lord. Don't stop them. Because from that is where we find strength. Strength is not necessarily for our physical being, but for our spiritual being. We need to continue living. One of the most difficult situations people have faced in this world is these past few months, and some are still facing it. Where are you finding your strength? When you stop feeding your soul, especially if you know the Lord, I kid you not, maybe your joy has gone. Maybe you feel weak. I believe with all of my heart, one of the reasons Anna would continue, she would continue to just keep on, to, to go to the house of God, 
continue waiting is because she continued to give sacrifices before the Lord. Have you stopped giving your sacrifices before him? Your time, your goodness, um, your searching of him. Despite being provoked in our waiting by others, we must still offer our sacrifices to God. Number five, we must never provoke others for the unpleasant things God has allowed in their lives. Never make fun of anyone who is not in the same privileged situation that you are in. Some of us are still tunangalia wale wako bedsit and kama they have issues. We do it, we do it. Unangalia unashindwa, hey, huyu amekaa 16 years bila mtoto. What is the problem? Ah, there kuna story hapo. Huyu akiwa kijana alikimbia kimbia around. How? What gives us the confidence to do that? How dare you assume that you know the very reason why somebody is in the space of life that they are in? How dare we? We do it most of the time. Penina looked at the co-wife and thought, because God has opened my womb and has not opened yours, you must have issues. And God just closed it, for he is a sovereign God. I don't know what he was trying to do in Hannah's life. I have no idea. He knows we should not be in the habit of looking down on those that are in different previous situations than we are in. And she was doing this in the temple, not even in the house. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew that judge not the others, lest yourself you be judged. It is very bad to look at the speck in somebody's eye and assume that we have no logs in ours. It is God who allows the situations that we are all in. Especially if you know him. It is God who, and this is a very difficult thing to say even in the house of God, has allowed others to die in this situation. And you're still alive. It is not because they were evil. Ama they were bad people. When you have the holiness of God. When you look mama, malaika nashuka. Masema hallelujah. Fred amefika. It is God's mercies. It is because of his mercies that we are not consumed. It is because of his mercies. So do not look at the situation of another and assume for some reason that nikama wakona shida. This is a sad one. One of the things I've noticed, number six, a woman's glory is partly in the gift of a born child. Not having one is absolutely devastating. If you look at the scriptures in the life of Abraham, remember when Abraham was waiting for a baby? How long have you been waiting? Despite waiting for 99, 100 years, this guy um, still loved the Lord. But one of the things I realized that is a difficulty, especially for the ladies, is waiting for a baby. Because that is naturally what happens. If you look at the life of Sarah, when the angel told her, um, today, this time next year, you're going to be almost having a baby. She laughed. <laughs> I've waited for 90 something years. I don't remember her exact age. Now when I'm a baby will come. How is that even possible? One of the things I realize about, about our ladies, that is a natural gift from God. It is something that happens naturally to them. 
when it doesn't happen, it is devastating. My encouragement to us as believers, let's walk with them. Let's not provoke. Let's not point fingers. Let's not start saying, ha, lana. Let's not do those things. Let's encourage. Let's encourage. Because I believe the example of Penina should teach us to not do that. And especially in the house of God. So if you have a sister, an aunt, a friend who is in that kind of situation, lift them up before the Lord. Encourage them. Walk with them. Remind them of the scriptures. Most of those in those kinds of situations actually sometimes even walk away from the faith. We have many in our congregation. Most are not here. So let's remember them and walk with them. Quickly, number eight. Number seven, we must direct all our bitterness and weeping before the Lord. In these kinds of situations, the reason I'm telling us to encourage such people is because we must learn to understand that if we choose to give our bitterness to the wrong spaces, our hearts will be in trouble. The Bible tells us that bad company corrupts good morals. Let me put it this way. Bad gossip corrupts good morals. Bad encouragement. Bad moshene. Bad, bad, bad provoking and especially when it comes from the wrong sides, wrong circles will corrupt good morals. And so my encouragement, if you have any bitterness in your soul, even today, even right now, please take it to the right quarters. Hannah took it to the throne of God. You're not told. She took it straight to the kingdom. To the point, even the priest could not hear what she was saying. It was between ye and Amungu. I'm not saying you don't, have, you don't have good spaces to take it. Bad company corrupts. Good company will encourage. It will exalt your morals. Take it to the right space. If you have any wrong circles, stay away from them. If you have bad company, stay away. It is as simple as that. Scripture it will corrupt you. This lady tells us her life in Atwanyesha that she actually took her weeping and her bitterness to the right place. Let's do the same. Number eight, when God answers your prayers, hey, remember your vows to him. Otherwise, never make them. Vows. All the way from Exodus to Revelation. The story about vows and how we are to respond with vows before the Lord is this. If you're going to make a vow before the Lord, accomplish it. Meet it. If you're going to make a vow before God, na kuambia, I beg you by the mercies of God. Kuna vow nilifanyanga time flani nikisema, Jehovah. You know those prayers you make? If you only allow me to get this job, kianani. What I'm going to do in your kingdom. You know those jobs that when you go to look at your account, hallelujah. This is month number two. 
na salary ile month ingine ukumaliza so you're looking at it thinking haya ngoja 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 i didn't finish hallelujah month number three comes when the two months has jaisha but i forgot him <laughs> now i can laugh about it but i beg you if you make a vow before the lord he actually calls it lacking uh, wisdom those who lack wisdom who do not know who god is and his majesty are the ones who can go before him just casually and say jehovah if you do this i will hana made a promise to god alisema if you give me this baby i promise you jehovah i will give him back to you for your service and she fulfilled it because we know Samuel all his life was a Nazarite a guy who was dedicated to the service of God she fulfilled her vow before God if you are going to make a vow there's nothing wrong with making a vow before the Lord as I said we don't but if you do God takes it seriously so please fulfill whatever vow that you need to fulfill before the Lord kama kuna ile na kudunganga ukisema hey this one One of the things I love this is just for me. I love the fact that we are not told any of Pe- Penina's children's names. This is just for me. He is here and we need mchungaji. But we know of the baby of Hana. Think about it. Na hiyo kubarikiwa yote alikuwa anafikiri amebarikiwa. Mpaka today we'll probably know in heaven or not. But, but it's only the ma- the lady who was barren whose child's name we know so be encouraged some of us have been waiting for so long for stuff but whatever you're waiting for is so in god's will that when it happens the whole world we know remember when the lady washed the feet of jesus with her hair jesus alisema whatever this lady has done will be known throughout the generations walim rebuke but god was like ngojeni muone now we still preach about her The point of all of this na all over the place how is all this related to our season of gratitude one of the things i love and the biggest lesson i get from the life of hana is the fact that god answers prayers that will eventually glorify him let me say that again god answers prayers that will eventually glorify him When your greatest desire is to give glory to God, he will grant that request. When your desire is to glorify God, he will grant your prayerful request. If you think I'm kidding, what and some things here. You don't have to turn very quickly as we close. Psalm 66:18. If I had cherished iniquity, sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. If I had cherished sin in my heart, let me say it that way. The Lord would not have listened. Proverbs 1:28. Then they talking of the simple and the foolish will call on me but I will not answer. They will seek me but will not find me. This is talking about those who do not know the Lord, his will, his ways. Unamuita tu, he will not. James 4:3. This one tunajua. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your 
pleasures. This is scripture. Hii si mchungaji, hii scripture. James 4:3. Last one. 1 John chapter 5 verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have before him. If we ask anything according to his will. Anything. Anything. Let me say that again. Anything according to his will. He hears us. Let me say what I said before. When your greatest desire is to give glory to God, he will grant your request. Whatever you're asking before the Lord now, if you think about it, is it to give you joy and happiness or is it to glorify God? Why do you really, because we have enough young people here, why do you really want to get married? Why? Why do you really want a life with somebody else? Why do you really want to start that business? Why? Why are you asking for what you're asking for from the Lord for that long? Why is it taking you that long? In God's plan, Samuel was involved. Samuel was in God's plans. He is one of the greatest prophets before the prophets even came into the land of Israel. If you look at the life of Samuel, you can tell, eh, actually, this guy was in the plan of God. It is because of him that King David was found. Remember? God spoke to him, it is not these sons. kings. No, there is another one. That situation, if you really think about it, this guy must have been so in tune with God that by the time Anangalia, these boys, he's like, ah, ah, God, I'm going to see you. And it is so quick because they are standing here and he's there and he's like, Jehovah, is it this one? No. Is it this one? No. Seven, six of them. Is it this one? No. Is it this one? No. Then he even goes to the point of asking, do you have any other sons? If it was me, with my impatience, I'd be like, okay, then this is not the home I was sent. I think I'm mistaken. Anyway, it's five o'clock. Time yakazi, but kuna curfew. There's traffic on Mombasa. I need to be home at seven. Then he's like, way, ngoja, ngoja, ngoja. Do you have any other sons? Mwanaume was in the fields uko wakichunga ngombe. We assume it was one kilometer. When we read. Maybe it was far. He had to wait. And then when he sees the boy, he's like, this is the one. It is the one because he obviously sits there and goes, Jehovah, is this him? And he says, yes. Then he says, okay. King Diohuyu. And he has to do it in such a way that it will not cause issues because the man that he chose before from God, Saul, which um, Pastor Wambo was talking about before, um, he was like a weird king. king issues, self-esteem issues. If he heard that another king has been ordained, he would have probably killed the boy. He had to do it in such a wise way. That is the life of Samuel. When Hannah was asking for this boy, this boy was in the, in the plans of God. Whatever it is you are asking for from the Lord, is it in God's plan or is it just in your plans? The gift of babies is from God. Marriage is from God. When you desire marriage, 
you are desiring to be in God's plan. But has he given you the go ahead? Ama mimi lazima niyo. Yeah. Konini. Sindugu yango liyo. Sikanenge liyo. Now is my time. Says who? Jeremiah the Bible tells us. When he went before the Lord. Akasema I, I, this is me. Akasema eh. Maze kuna kashore hapa ni micheki. I feel is my time. Mwada limambia eh 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 eh. You are not to get married. If that was me. Nisi mamioto zote. Ay. Things would have been difficult man. Jeremiah obeyed. Whatever decisions you are taking in your life. Is God in them? I'm going for a meeting. Jehovah, I want to talk to so and so. Masi, do, do I have, do I, do I need to talk to this person? A congregant, I was hanging out with a congregant the other day. I can be a pastor. Hey, me na kumbi after COVID. Atam kutano yote that I'm going to go to. Before I go, I, before I even plan that mkutano, ni komagoti. I said, my yeah, Jehovah. Mimi mkutano ya last, did I really go on my knees? That is how you're supposed to be. That's the question in the house. When we persevere in the place of seeking God's will, by the time you're giving thanks to God, ah, your thanksgiving is sure, Buana. Ah, when you're reading through her thanksgiving in chapter 2, unaelewa, you're like, this madam knew exactly what she was asking for. It is a committed thanksgiving. A thanksgiving from a place of knowledge of who God is. I must admit, Adam is by the time I'm getting what I want, you know those very quick thanks. Hey, I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is it really thanksgiving? That's, that's me. This is for me. He may serve my own purpose. What are you asking for before the Lord? What do you need him to do? What's your hope for 2021? What's your plan? Is it in God's will for your life? As we finish, that's my charge to you. This year has been hard, man. Did, did, did I do something wrong? Is there something that I did? Is it nation. There's a time the whole nation was crying out for Jehovah forgive us. What have we done? 2021. <laughs> you know, this is the time for planning for most of us for the next year, next couple of years. You look at your books and you're like, okay, I saved this amount. We did this. You look at your figures, you're like, eh, at least I can do this. But then, you're thinking, will 2021, what is there? Most, most of our prayers, wisdom to see. Nione, COVID, maybe part two. I said that the other day, I was rebuked. I don't know where. Don't rebuke me. I didn't know COVID was coming. The best place we can be I kid you not, is in the arms of God. If we are there, we can plan. See, in his word, he said very clearly, lay your plans ahead of me, before me, 
and I will establish them. He's told us to plan. He's told David, David, imagine, you want to build the temple? Not you. Ah, imagine, don't. But make sure before you finish, before you leave this world, that you've told your son, Yendi Nafakujenga. By the time King Solomon was coming to build the temple of God, David had laid down everything this boy needed. From the nyundo to the mbao, the things were laid out. Kijana was just building. Planned your he. David saw the plan of the temple of God. He knew. Is your plan in God's plan? That by the time you're giving thanks to him, it is not you're giving thanks because your pleasures have been satisfied, but it's because God's plans have been accomplished. Jesus, our Savior, when he was almost going on the cross, he quit. I believe so. He went to the garden of Kasama Jehovah. This is difficult. I dying. I have never died. This is difficult. And if you think it's, <laughs> if you think that's, that's easy, try, try dying. Exactly. It is not, because when I think about it, I'm like, we are heaven equals, isn't Paradise in a car. Jesus was going to die, I imagine, Jehovah. The weight of sin on my life is going to be very difficult. I can't. What a kumambia, eh, eh. Your prayer, Miss Jibu. Come a Christ, over his will. He wanted his will to go through. What a kumambia, eh, eh. Imagine for this one. As in this one, you just have to die. You have to. Kangumu. I will reject you. Hata kudata imu tafilisiko. Shikilia. And he did. He suffered. Is your plan and your request before the Lord, is it your own ama is it in his plans? Whatever it is you need, your future. If your future is only what you want, then your request is yours. Your future must be in the plan of God. I kid you not. Otherwise, he may actually just let you do what you want. But then that is giving you over to the desires of your flesh, to your lusts. A friend of mine the other day told us in a big meeting, when I achieved the highest position I achieved, God told me, Sawa, now you're done. Now we can begin. This is after almost 30, 40 years of ministry. Now you've achieved. Now let's start living as I want you to live. One of the saddest things you can ever do is to go through life and get exactly what you want to the very end. And then God tells you that was you. Can you imagine that? Umefika Maka probably the president of the nation. Then umeenda kuretire. Kupale Hawaii unasema hallelujah. Mzee we managed. And then God is like, boss, that was you. That's got nothing to do with me. What's your hope for your life? As you leave the house of God today, I beg you by the mercies of God that you find out God's plan for your life. Find it out. Read the scriptures. Pray. Hang out with believers. Find information about God and whatever it is you feel is calling you to do. And then 
do it. <laughs>